You have to be able to navigate the good with the bad. and But yes, editing the people around you is so important. And that doesn't mean you block everyone who's negative or who doesn't understand. It, it just means like, you know, that thing, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So choose those people wisely. Welcome to She Speaks How She Does It. I'm your host, Elisa Freud. And each week on the show, we shine a spotlight on the story of an inspiring woman who boldly shares her journey with us. We are so grateful that you're here. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the show today, everyone. I hope your week is going well so far and you are ready for an awesome episode. I can't tell you how inspired I was by my conversation with today's guest, Kathy Keno Marillo. If you are part of the DIY, the do-it-yourself world, you may know her. She is an extremely successful influencer. She has the award-winning brand called Crafty Chica. You may have encountered it and her products at places like Michael's or HSN where her products are sold, but she also has a greeting card line, a collaboration that she's done, as well as a fabric line that is launching in November. On top of that, she is an author. She's got a book coming out in December, and she's also an inspirational speaker. She is one of those people that you just want to listen to and absorb and hear what she has to say. We're going to jump right into it. So here we go. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Well, I am excited to to talk with you because we have been, as a team, we have been tracking the amazing work that you do. You're an influencer. You have you're an artist, you have written so many books, you have so much creativity. And I just want to first start with, do you, is there something that you do to help foster your creativity? You know, I think the whole thing is just perspective and mindset. Ever since I was in fifth grade and I I read my first essay to the class and they loved it and they laughed and they clapped. I just kind of anchored that moment, like unknowingly saying, I want to do more of this. I just kind of looked at life as a huge buffet full of all these experiences. Mm. And so I'm just trying, I've always tried to gather as many experiences as I can, because once I realized what was possible, I'm like, oh my gosh, let's collect let's collect them all, (laughs) that kind of thing. So that's really what led to just let's try this. Let's try this. Well, and I love that. I love that you're bringing that up because it's, it's something that we hear a lot from successful women like you that they build on a success. Like you have, you try one thing and it might be a small success, but it's still a success and it's a sort of a foundation. And then you build on that to get to the next thing and next thing and next thing. But, you know, also what you just said kind of struck me um, as, you know, you have like this attitude towards life, it sounds like that is, you know, one that maybe people don't have as often and would love to have, Mm -hmm. which is that life is this thing that's full of experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you maintain that type of attitude? Because, 
my, I, my guess is that it's a big part of your success. I think the, the most important thing is having a strong mindset for one thing and being able to recognize um, taking your dream out of the clouds and actually making it an action plan. But also more importantly is surrounding yourself with people who have the same attitude, who are at mm. the same frequency, because if you mm. don't, you can get dragged down very quickly and kind of lose yourself <laughs> in all of it. Mm. And, you know, I, I know that a lot of us maybe grew up with, um, Parents who were very traditional, who were like, you know, you do your hobby on nights and weekends, and then you slave away at the nine to five and work your way up the ladder. And I, I tried that. I did that. I, I was spent 13 years as an entertainment reporter at the Arizona Republic, and I loved it because I interviewed celebrities and I traveled to all these movie junkets. Those were things also like on my experience list. But then I realized okay, I did it. And I was in my late 30s and I had already accomplished what I thought I wanted to accomplish. So I made a new list and I'm like, okay, let's have a product line in Michael's. Like, how do we do that? Let's make that happen. And then I made it happen. But the key was really um, being persistent, being consistent, surrounding myself with people who uh, have that same mindset to foster and me fostering them as well, like my husband and I, and also um, like serving you know, I use my website as a platform to serve people, create creativity and motivation. What you just said in, a, in like two minutes was so chock full of insight because the, okay, editing the group of people who you surround yourself with. That we have heard from other women also, successful mm -hmm. women. How do you become successful? Surround yourself with people who are going to help you be better, be your best form of and yourself. people who would appreciate you wanting to help them. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. let me tell you one hard truth I have learned are there are some people out there who will hate you for your success. They will be annoyed by your success. And it's their own, what is going on inside of them that they know they're capable of doing so much, but mm -hmm. maybe the thought overwhelms them. And instead of working on themselves to be them best selves, it's just easier to kind of you know, scrutinize or create false narratives about other people who are successful. So you have to be prepared for that too. It's not yeah. always sunshine and roses. You have to be able to navigate the good with the bad. And, but yes, editing the people around you is so important. And that doesn't mean you block everyone who's negative or who doesn't understand. It, it just means like, you know, that thing, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So choose those people wisely. Well, let's talk about what you said earlier about you sort of dreamed about mm -hmm. creating a product line that would be in Michael's. Yes. You achieve that. 
Uh-huh. Tell us about that process. We went to the National Craft Convention and I used to use this one kind of glue and I always would label it in my blog post. They contacted me to do demos at the craft show and I started doing speaking engagements there and the manufacturer was like, we want to do a product line with you. Mm-hmm. And I put together this product line and we pitched it to Michael's and they loved it. And I was there for eight years. And I'm one of those people where as soon as I get comfortable, I have to shake the snow globe. I call it shake your shake up the snow globe. So reassess the glitter around you. And I left that manufacturer and I went into the paper arts category. And then mm-hmm. from there, I was in Hobby Lobby. And mm-hmm. I did that for a few years. And then now I'm working with the Home Shopping Network and doing my product line through there. And it's just a matter of really doing your research. Same with the greeting cards of, you know, yes, making the vision board, but also making an action plan to go with it. Mm -hmm. I'm a big note taker. I I love to strategize the steps. And just the more you put your work out there and show people, the, the, the more doors that open. When people see consistency. What advice would you give to somebody who is an aspiring artist looking to explore their creative passion and their talent? I would say for them to choose one path first. Maybe it's illustration. Maybe they want to design greeting cards or planners or Mm -hmm. stamps. You, so you find that industry, look on Facebook for Facebook groups, go on TikTok, look up the hashtag for it, because there is a wealth of information of people who are already doing it, and they're giving all kinds of tips how other people can do it too. From there, you're going to take that information and dial it down to what you do and what is special about what you do. Look at your body of work. Find what it is that connects all of them. What is your point of view that makes your work stand out from everybody else's? That takes a little bit of work to do. But the goal, like I always say, I want people to like go to their greeting card aisle and say, that's a Crafty Chica card. Oh, my God. I know this is hers. Like strive for that. Mm -hmm. And once you nail that down and document the process, document it on your stories, maybe through blog posts, Mm -hmm. let people know that you are putting in the work because what happens is if you don't show any of that and then just one day you're like woo I have greeting cards people are like oh that she's so lucky that just landed in her lap but Mm. if you documented along the way Mm. and even the ugly tears and the triumphs then people will say oh my gosh congratulations you worked so hard on this we watched it before our eyes you make this happen. So that is something I've always documented everything along the way because it's, it shows an example to other artists that they can do it too. So can you talk a little bit about what it's like to have your children follow in your footsteps into the influencer space, right? You have a son and a daughter who are mm-hmm. in the influencer space. What's that like yes. to have like a family oh of influencers? Gosh. I am so proud of them. 
because when I started Crafty Chica, they were in grade school. Crafty Chica, my brand is 20 years this year. And so my kids are 28 and 30. So they started young and they were like my little personal assistants because we all work together to clean the house. We all work together to cook. We all work together to help on their homework. My husband's a musician. We all work together to help his band. So they were right there with me. These, it's really paying attention to what your kids are into yeah. and fostering that yeah. as opposed to forcing what we think they should do upon mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love that advice too, just for parents, because there is this this feeling as a parent that you want your kid, you want to try to set your kid up for success, Mm -hmm. but it's your version of success. It's not necessarily their version of success. Mm -hmm. And what's possible for kids these days is so different than what was possible for my generation, right? right? It's It's not linear anymore. It can go like, they can craft their own life, their own future and stay out of debt. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. That's what I think I love is both the ki- both of our kids are very um like wealth minded oriented and I love that about them. It's like yeah. breaking the stigma of struggling artists. Yeah. It's it, they're embracing being digital entrepreneurs. Yeah. Well, you know what, Kathy, it it strikes me as you talk about your children and you chat you 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 shared with us how they became influencers, what you're instilling in them is this notion that anything is possible Mm -hmm. as long as you go for it. That's such a gift to give. Go to the source. Yes. I love that. Thank you for, I mean, I wasn't necessarily expecting parenting advice, but thank you. (laughs) What, what uh, do you think has changed um, in the influencer space? You've been in the space since mm-hmm. it was before it was called influencers, right? You've, yes. Since 2001, right? That's uh-huh. really like early stage. I remember the first time I heard that somebody had a blog. I was like, wait, what is that? And it was probably <laughs> back in 2001. Mm-hmm. What has changed, do you think, in the influencer space? I've always been an early adapter to all the things. Mm-hmm. That's why I had that blog early. I'm like, online journal? Okay. Um, so what has changed? When I, my very first influencer memory is getting a bottle of lotion from, I forgot what company. And I was like, oh my God, I got free lotion. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, here's a contract. Here's a statement of work. You know, here is the rate sheet. I think there's a lot more opportunity now. Mm-hmm. It has evolved so much because when it first started, no one knew what kind of money was involved, what kind of kind of money should be involved, what the scope of work should be. And what I loved is I always was invited by like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram to go to their headquarters and learn these new techniques. And I could use those to come back and apply them so that I could work with these brands that I love to Mm -hmm. share information, helpful information. Mm -hmm. And 
I think that now there's just seems to be a lot of opportunity. Brands realize now the, um, you know, what influencers can bring to connecting mm. with people. And I love that using TikTok and Instagram stories and all of the lives, people can see firsthand when you have that light bulb moment with the product mm. and share it. And mm. that to me, just it's, it's worth so much. Right. And it's evolved and matured the industry for sure. Um, and I think, the recognition of the value of what influencers bring to the table. It's kind of unbelievable. You have a greeting card line. You uh -huh. have a craft paper line sold exclusively at um, on HSN. And you mm -hmm. have a fabric line coming out. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about these projects? Yes. So during 2020, during quarantine, you know, I, at the time, I also co-owned a Phoenix boutique mm -hmm. and so we had to close that during the quarantine time. And it really gave me time to sit down and map out like, okay, what is this next era going to be? What is it that I want to do? And it was product licensing of mm -hmm. getting over my fears of like, mm -hmm. am I good enough to say, you know what, let's put it to the test. And what resulted was all of, you know, it, I didn't specifically go after a fabric line. It was more general because I didn't know which companies I would approach. And they looked at my body of work and they looked mm. online and said, yes, she's ready. Like she, yeah. she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So um, I just took them one by one. They were industries that I knew nothing about. And now I love the greeting card industry. It's so exciting to learn. I'm in a mastermind group with that every six weeks to learn more about the ins and outs, yeah. uh, the fabric collection, learning about doing repeats. Um, I feel like I barely scratched the surface of that. And the paper arts collection, just I love designing these things and then seeing what people made with them. Oh my gosh, it blows my mind. So it really is spreading positivity through creativity, all yeah. of it. Of all of the things you've accomplished, and there are so many, what would you consider to be your greatest accomplishment? Okay, well, we all know obvious is like, you know, kids and family, 30-year marriage. I'm so proud of those. Career-wise, it's writing women's fiction books. Mm. Because those were things that totally, I mean, I love writing, but they have nothing to do with crafts. Crafters want to craft. They don't want to read books. Although now my two novels are on audiobook, which makes it a lot easier for people to consume them. But the fact that I wrote those mm -hmm. and, you know, one of them's being adapted into a screenplay. I'm working on my third novel right now. Oh, my those, God. That is like a true testament to following through. Mm -hmm. Even when, because that first novel, I think I rewrote it more than two dozen times and mm -hmm. so many ugly tears. I mm -hmm. got humiliated with it. I was going to mm -hmm. give it up and something in me, I think it was future, my future self. This is another thing that my daughter and I always say, do it for your future self. Oh. So your future self will thank you. 
And I just kept thinking, future Kathy is at Barnes and Noble and she's standing at the new and fiction table with the book in her hand saying, come on, girl, I'm waiting for you. (laughs) And I kept that vision and it happened. And Mm -hmm. so then the second book came and because Mm -hmm. it's such a different set of tools writing fiction than it is designing scrapbook paper or fabric or anything. So I'm those I'm really, really proud that I was able to achieve that. So look at the things that scare you, figure out why they scare you. And maybe that's what you're supposed to be doing. Do you have any advice that you can share for a woman who has a project she wants to get started, but she just she feels overwhelmed. She's got, she's worried she's not going to be successful. Like all of the things that stop us from getting started. I would say start with the easiest one and tell yourself, work it in your schedule every day. I'm going to work on this for at least 30 minutes. Do Mm. not expect to get help from people. Don't wait on other people to help you. Don't wait for opportunities to come your way. If you really, if it's really important to you, you will find a way to work on it. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I learned is instead of saying, I don't have time to work on that, I say that is not a priority to me. So pick one, the easy easiest one, and map out um, you know, an action sheet for it. You're going to have to just go online and do some research, find other people who are doing the same kind of thing and start following them. So your mind, it becomes normal to you in your mind. Mm-hmm. If you don't have time, journal a week and just a, mm-hmm. of what you're doing where you can take some things out to build in the time because you're going to feel so good 10 years from now, five years from now saying, I am so glad I made this a priority because I did it. And I mean, all I built Crafty Chica working full time at a nine to five job, two kids. Uh, My husband's a musician. I'm an artist. I mean, we made it happen. Mm -hmm. So you Mm -hmm. have to really see that end goal Mm -hmm. and say, Yes. What what if this happened to me? What if I ended up with having a product line on Home Shopping Network? It's Mm. not outrageous. It is totally doable because there's other women like me doing it. And you Mm -hmm. will not get there unless you start. So you're not going to start it perfect. You just have to start and know that you get better as you go along. Yeah. So don't take yourself out of the opportunity. Just go Mm. for it. Kathy. This has been like a masterclass, I think, in a very short period of time of so many motivational ideas and thoughts. And of course, hearing your story. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. Yeah, I mean, it's such a pleasure to talk with you. I feel so inspired. I hope that our audience gets as inspired from our conversation as I have if people want to follow you, because I think just yes. taking your advice, start following people who are doing mm-hmm. it, right? How can they follow you? Well, you can go to craftychica.com, sign up for the newsletter. That's where I put everything out that I'm doing, but also on social, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all of them. I'm there. Awesome. And I love hearing from people. 
Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, this has been such a pleasure and such a great conversation. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. The keyword for this episode is inspire. Check out shespeaks.com for more details. Thank you for listening to She Speaks How She Does It. We hope that this episode inspired you in your own experience and path towards success. Be sure to like and subscribe to follow our series of conversations. We'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. So join the conversation at She Speaks Up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. You can also join She Speaks at shespeaks.com. Thanks for listening and look forward to our next conversation. Thank you for listening. If you're an influencer or a brand that wants to work with us, please feel free to email us at info at Until next time.